Another edition of Drive-In Double Feature, the podcast where we talk about two movies every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And today we're going to be talking about Eat My Dust from 1976, directed by Charles B. Griffith. And if you love cars, this is the movie for you. Like, and that, and you don't like movies, no? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, if movies aren't for you, this is the one, right? Now, now, Nathan, I know you're a big gearhead. I know you're always, oh out yeah, your, you're always out in your garage. Such, we always call mm-hmm. you a real grease monkey. And oh. what, what's your favorite type of car, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big grease head. If you didn't know. Um, God, I, I, okay. I'm a very weird person about cars. Like this is for real. I, I don't care about cars, makes models. Not really, you know, it gets me around, but I do like car movies. I do like racing. I do like car stunts. That's fun. I also like racing video games. I enjoy it. It's, it's kind of relaxing, but cars themselves, I could, I could give two craps about what, what about you? What, what, you got a favorite car? Yeah, my favorite car is a a blue car. A blue car, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, any year. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm the only the vintage ones, of okay, course. Yeah. No, I of course I, I'm the same way. I mean, as long as a car gets me from point A to point B, I really do not care what it looks like. Really, I mean, uh, you know, there are some like iconic cars that i like like mm. deloreans those are really cool to look at or whatever or yeah. like really old vintage vehicles you know like i can definitely appreciate the art of but like working on cars talking about cars i i don't care i really don't but but there are some great car movies so i guess a more appropriate question would be do you have a favorite car movie or do you are there any really prominent car chases in a, in a movie that you can think of right now. Um, yeah, right now I think about, uh, this is a cliche one to talk about. I think about the French connection, um, that car scene, that, that scene from 1971 changed the game with like car chase scenes. Cause he's chasing a subway on an elevated road and it's just, it, it's crazy. That scene's intense. Love that. I love the movie drive cars, Disney Pixar's cars, classic and cars too. Even better. I honestly can't tell if you're joking right now. I, I, so. I am. I am. The first Cars is fine. Don't get me wrong. But Cars 2 is as bad as they say. De- death Proof. That's another cool one. I like Death Proof. That, that's the one I was going to say. So in terms of more recent ones, like in terms of a car chase, that's like one of the best car chases in a movie I can think of. Like yeah. I'm, that's, that's a really good one. Um, another really good car chase is actually from uh, – one of our movies we mentioned a while back was Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah, that one's iconic. That had a really great car chase. And more along the lines of a genre, Smoking the Bandits is a classic for me. 
Yeah, I, I actually want to pick that one at some point because I have never seen it and I would love to. That would be a more, that would definitely be a higher quality car movie. But, you know, I think this one is actually our very first Roger Corman movie. Wild, right? It, t- it took us this many episodes to get into uh, Roger Corman's, like, New World Pictures brand. Um, right. And, and for those that don't know, I mean, Roger Corman is a very famous director slash producer that... He gave a lot of he gave a start to a lot of promising directors, uh, James Cameron. Uh, who are some other ones? Like off the top of your head, do you, do you, that you can remember? The one I always remember is James Cameron. But, okay, well, but there's Roger a lot King, more. He has his fingers in a lot of like different projects. I mean, you can even say with this movie, he started the career of Ron Howard, who is a academy award winning director you know that's like this is this movie's claim to fame i would kind of say why it's remembered and uh i mean roger corman i mean just to give you an idea of how appreciated he is in the industry he was given an honorary oscar and And he makes most of his (laughs) and i was about to say most of his movies do not deserve oscars but (laughs) the things that he has done for the film industry is uh definitely worth awarding but um but like you said, this did start the career of Ron Howard. And because Ron Howard, you know, he's really, he was a, by this point, he was already a really famous TV actor. He was on the Andy Griffith show and he was right in the middle of doing Happy Days, which is another wildly successful show. Huge, yeah. But he really want, he always wanted to do a directing and they really wanted him for this movie, but he's like, no way. And Roger Corman was like, look, if you do this one movie for me, I'll let you direct a movie of your own which that went on to be the movie Grand Theft Auto. And if you haven't seen it, almost the exact same plot to this movie. Which is funny to me because Ron, it seemed like Ron Howard was like, he really didn't want to do this movie. Like he had to be forced at gunpoint. And then he just makes the same movie again. <laughs> which, which that was a Ron Roger Corman movie as well. So I was more wondering if that was like a movie, like they basically hired him to direct. It's just like, if you want to direct, you got to direct this one type of yeah, thing. That's... You got to make Grand Theft Auto. And I guess his... he made um, some other small things. And then I guess his big breakthrough would end up being Night Shift late, a little later on in his career. Mm-hmm. Right. Night Shift was probably the one where he could actually, he was actually given like an actual Hollywood movie to direct. Mm-hmm. And went on to do nothing else. Nothing else. No, no. Nobody ever heard from him again. But um, what did you think of Eat My Dust? Um. Okay, so Eat My Dust. You know, I didn't hate it. I, I didn't dislike it. I didn't really like it either. I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, As a car comedy kind of deal, it's silly enough. And there's some cool stunts. But overall, I just didn't find it too interesting. Um. I personally had a little trouble keeping, like, uh, it had trouble keeping my attention because it seemed to be a lot of back and forth, the same thing for most of the movie. Uh, what what about you? How do you feel overall? Uh, overall, I liked it. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it was not a perfect movie and definitely by the end, it was more of this because, okay, so the whole movie is pretty much just Ron Howard steals a car with a girl that he really likes and they just, they go on this big joy ride and that's, that's pretty much the movie. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. And anyway, it's, 
I mean, the plot's really light. I mean, the car chase, like a lot of the stunts in there, I was actually really impressed by a lot of the stuff that they did. I mean, there <laughs> was some legitimately dangerous looking stuff happening in this movie. Yeah, there's good mayhem, destruction. Um, I, I, I keep thinking about, since I watched this, the scene where they uh, bust down the barn. Um, and they like destroy the barn completely. Um, and I love that scene because in the end it has like a, like a stereotypical farmer, like stamping the ground, like dag nabbit, like they (laughs) broke his barn. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a little stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of the, those type of like gags you see in other type of car movies, but like you said, I mean, the movie is just under an hour and a half, but there's a lot of car chases and not a whole lot of plot development, not a whole lot of characterization. No. So by the end of it, admittedly, it does get old. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how I felt. The, the car chases just weren't enough for me at a certain point. There is a pretty funny bit at the end um, that I like, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But I, I don't know. I was just kind of a little over it at a certain point because I thought it was silly at first. I think the setup is just funny. It's got Ron Howard and his brother, of course, as usual. Clint Howard shows up. And, you know, he's like this, like, cocky kid who's kind of just like, I have the most speeding tickets in the county and my dad's the sheriff. You know, yeah, it's a silly setup. And then it becomes like a weird movie about daddy issues in a way. <laughs> More like he's yeah. got over his dad. <laughs> Yeah, I, his dad becomes, I mean, like, his dad becomes like a psychopath at the end of the movie because Mm -hmm. he's trying to stop his son and they've sent pretty much their whole police force against him and nobody's been able to stop him. And which which is really funny because he's just like a little snotty kid. 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 Yeah, like just driving a car who has like zero experience driving because he steals a stock car from a racetrack and. And him it, it, at first, it's him and his friends, and they go on a big joyride, and they're all uh, they're all uh, jerks, assholes, whatever you want to call them, because they're so annoying. They, they, they all of them are just they won't shut the hell up. They just they're all super annoying. Mm-hmm. I even wrote in my notes because there's one point where Ron Howard and the girl ditch the friends, and I wrote down there, "I am so glad they ditched the friends." Right? Ron Howard is the one who's like fighting to get rid of them, so he can be alone with Darlene. Darlene is just in it um, for the joyride. That's it. You know, she she that's all she wants. She could care less who else is there. Ron Howard's just driving a fast car, and that's what we're going. Which is really funny because. Uh, okay, well, Ron Howard looks like a complete dork in this movie because he's yeah. he's got this. He's got this really stupid looking Civil War hat on that he never takes off. And uh, and even he, like, at one point re- is like, oh, like, Darlene, I, I, I don't know. She probably doesn't want to be with me. And then there's a scene where they're like, they break into somebody's uh, vacant house while they're on vacation. And they start using all their stuff and showering. And he's, like, talking to her in the shower and being like, oh, well you wouldn't want to be with me. I mean, I just, I have such a dumb face. <laughs> yeah, it's so self-deprecating. I hated it. I, like, no wonder this girl's like, I, I'm out. Like, as soon as the joy rides over, she's going to be out of here. Cause you know. I know. Cause there's one scene where she's talking on the phone to one of her friends and she says, she's like, Oh, are you going to be with him? Or are you going to be with Hoover? And she's like, Oh, don't make me lose my lunch. Like she's just <laughs> totally disgusted with him. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I like Darlene. She, 
you know, she's a yeah. woman, sticks to herself, you know, she she doesn't have to play the part of just a hopeless romantic. She just loves fast cars. And she doesn't mind being used by Hoover a little bit. She's like, oh, well, you want to have sex with me? Because they do have sex in the shower yep. and they, there is a lot of makeout scenes. So she's just basically like, hey, do whatever you want to do to me, but just keep this car going. Yeah, as long as the car is here, <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, and everything we're seeing now is, is like pretty much the plot, right? That is the bulk of the plot of this movie, except for um, I, I, his dad chasing him down with a whole gang of other people. That's kind of the side of all this. Um, yeah. Which and also the- is weird because it glorifies drunk driving in a way. Oh, I was going to write that down. There's so many scenes of people just cracking a beer and just, just driving along. Yeah, I was like, good Lord, what a horrible, horrible thing to put in your movie. But I, I don't, but that is how things were, though, like back in the day. Like, really? I, like, I've, you know, I've talked to older people and they've said, like, back in the day when they would get pulled over and if they were clearly drunk at behind the wheel of a vehicle they'd be like well how close are you to home well you better go straight home right now like that type of thing <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i could see that so that makes or sense they'll, or they'll make them throw the beer out it's like you can't be drinking that you gotta throw it away <laughs> yeah just get rid of it um it, it kind of fits in with um I, I i kept when i was reading researching and all that of this movie this movie fits into the exploitation subgenre i guess there was a time in the 70s where there's just a bunch of redneck movies. I feel like I've seen a few. But yeah, this definitely fits that mold. It reminds me of Dukes of Hazard. That's that's what that's the where it hits. Yeah. And this movie I believe predates Smokey and the Bandit. So wild. I did not know I, that. Uh yeah, that movie came out in 1977. So this movie actually predates. So Spoiler, uh, Smoking the Bandit stole from Eat My Dust. But no, <laughs> yeah, Sm- Smokey stole stole the whole dang movie. I mean, that's probably a much better movie. I, not it that, is. Not that I don't like Ron Howard, but I don't, I don't love the guy. But Burt Reynolds? I'd watch a Burt Reynolds movie. You know, he's awesome. Well, so that's the difference. So, like, in this movie, the only thing we know about Ron Howard's character is that he's just a dumb teenager that likes to go fast. I mean, we don't know anything else or anything like that. Um, Smoking the Bandit, um, Burt Reynolds really, he has a really you know fun personality. You know, he tells, he cracks lots of jokes. He's super likable. So even though he's technically in the wrong from running the police, you know, you're, you're like, you're rooting for him because he's, he's such a likable guy. Exactly. Yeah. And then Ron Howard's doing like having like, destruction and probably death along the way um i could care less if he gets caught or not i know it's there's so much destruction like there's one which this one was kind of funny would they wreck an ambulance like an ambulance goes careening and crashes and like the the Mm -hmm. stretcher like shoots out the back and then like the guy that was laying on the stretcher just like wakes up and like looks around like where where am i yeah no and i i feel like i'm ragging a little too hard on this movie there it's fun like there's one bit towards the end it's not a stunt but like it's a the car's about to go off the ramp and then they're like i don't want to do this and then it reverses the footage where he comes off the ramp i was like oh that's silly it changes up the movie a little bit well yeah so there's that one too that one was Mm -hmm. i like that that was kind of that was kind of creative i thought but there was another really weird editing bit, like when they're on the farm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's like Ron Howard was like skipping, and it's like this weird, like 
oh, stutter yeah. effect. I don't know what that was. I was I was like, huh? Like, I did not make sense to me at all. The director decided he was going to be experimental in this one scene. I don't know. There's there's lots yeah. of like there's little gags in there that I do like, like mm-hmm. with like all the town. Every time like they the car goes through, they always wreck some property or they piss somebody off. So. They end up going to the sheriff's office where Ron Howard's dad is. And mm-hmm. that it's funny because they're always like, okay, we'll go to the VIP waiting area and I'll be with you in a minute. And he just throws them all into like this drunk <laughs> tank holding cell and yeah. just leaves them there all day. Did you notice that in the drunk tank, there's like a sound effect in the background of some dude like screaming or like moaning or something? I was listening, no. with, I was listening with headphones. Um, so maybe that was it. I don't know if you did. No. But- there's like a moaning noise in the background of every drunk take scene. Like they were trying to fill in noise. And every time I heard it, I was like, why, what is this? This is so weird. Um, I, I don't know. Just weird Roger Corman things, I guess. Yeah. There was lots of weird ones like that. Or like they would say, or there'd be like a joke and there'd be like no reaction. So like there's one where they run out of gas. So he has to get on a horse and go get gas from the local gas station. And the guy's like, well, what kind of gas do you want? Do you want lead, no lead, unleaded? Uh, do you want ethyl, ethyl free, or uh, ethyl Nordic? And he's like, what's ethyl Nordic? He's like, oh, that's my teacher. And he's just like, oh, okay, uh, give me ethyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's like a naked gun joke, right? Like, yeah. just like he plays it dead straight, like, oh, okay. <laughs> but not does it go with the tone of the rest of the movie. Yeah, um, it but it's silly. I mean, yeah. it, that's what it, it's not meant to be taken seriously. No. I mean, it, it's, uh, I, that's why I like, there was a little stuff in there that did keep me interested in it. But like I said, I mean, it was just, cause that final scene, they, there's a lot where they're not talking or whatever. And it's just a big long car chase. And there is a really big finale though, at the end of this movie. So what happens at the end is when they're, it's this hill that has a super long, deep incline. Mm-hmm. and they uh the only way they can escape the cops is if they can go down the hill and they ron howard and the girl darlene go down there perfectly fine and but then all the cops go down and there's some that they just they flipped a car and it just did like 10 flips in a row mm-hmm. there and like these cars were or they would just shoot like straight down and hit the suspension and i'm just like there's no way if this was a real movie they would have been dead yeah yeah no for yeah i remember seeing that like them going down and like it's just insane like that that's cool and it was probably expensive i will i don't know how much cars cost at least stock cars to destroy but man the destruction they do is it's it's intense and it's cool to look at i think that's one of the things it's car destruction's always (laughs) they they, uh they put all the dummies too in that one car and Mm -hmm. like the one that flipped a bunch so I'm like, you could see like their arms and like heads like waving out of the car. <laughs> and, um, that's where I'm like, they would have been dead. They'd, like, there's no way <laughs> we would have survived that. Uh huh. Um, no, it'll be like one of those videos that people do online. Like, oh yeah, I moved to the left. I moved to the right. Okay, I hold on to the seat, and they're talking about how they will survive a car crash. Looking at it, <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's that whole scene. They did everything perfectly to survive. Only thing is, is this is all mistreating Mabel. That ends up being the moral of the stories. Don't mistreat a lady like Mabel, yep. which is the car. So. Which it is. It is kind of funny. Like 
well, I think I did kind of like it at the very end. So, like I said, he's, he does steal, like, a stock car from, like, a guy that just won the big race that, that, mm-hmm. that was in town. And then eventually he does return the car. And uh, the guy, the race car driver, you know, he's kind of like, he was pissed at first, but he's like, yeah, you know what? You did good. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's totally fine with him stealing the car. And then, yeah. he, then he, lets, and he lets him drive the car one more time around the race. No, no, the race car driver's name was Bubba Jones. Big Bubba Jones. Yeah, Big, Bub- Big Bubba Jones. What a great name. Um, no, yeah, and I, I love that bit. I love the scene where Darlene does leave him, like, you know, where she officially is just like, she walks away from him like it's, it's over yeah it was that because yeah. at the end because you know the kind of the, the tensions building up and mm-hmm. you know they're kind of like hey we he's like i should really we should really turn ourselves in and she's like well do you want the ride to end and at the end you know he does return the car and she gets out and he's like well when can i see it she's like nope that's it rides over you chose to end it (laughs) yeah um i i just can't believe his dad let him go right like was just like because the whole time they're making negotiations at least to like get this sentence down because he's like gonna go to life in prison that's pretty much what this is all leading up to but eventually well i does is it ever officially said what he gets because i heard it go down the lowest to probation like he was right probation well yeah so his dad was like I was like, I have to give you probation. If I don't, then I'm going to lose my job. And, mm-hmm. and, but he doesn't say he took the deal or not. At, at the yeah. end, he just returns the vehicle and then they drive around the track and that's when the movie ends. Wow. But, Unresolved plot lines. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I guess we'll have to wait. You know, maybe in, uh, I mean, the 50 year anniversary is coming up um, in a couple of years. So, you know. Yeah. Eat, you think it'll be eat my dust too, or eat more dust? Eat my dust again. Eat my dust again. Yeah. <laughs> Live free or eat my dust. You know, <laughs> something interesting. Um, oh, go ahead. That's not a bad. It's not a bad title for a movie, though. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Will they do a sequel? We'll just have to see. He did make Hillbilly Elegy. He's getting back to his redneck roots, his exploitation roots. Oh hell yeah! But, but but I feel like that was a pretty good covering of this movie. I, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that happens? Uh, so the one thing I do want to add is that mm-hmm. uh, on Gene Siskel said that this was the worst movie of 1976. I don't know about that one, buddy. I, I was about to say it's if this is the I did the. the the bar would have to be set really low for that, I, I or is really you, high, rather. I promise you, on this show, we'll watch a movie from 1976 that's worse than this one. I was about to say, I looked, I was like, show me the worst movies of 1976, and there were some really, like, suspect ones on there, and I'm like, there's no way these were better than Eat My Dust. Yeah, it's been a little bit since I've seen it, but that's the year that um, the King Kong remake came out, and I remember not liking that movie at all. Oh, the one with Jeff Bridges? <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, that one's not great, but uh, but no, I you know what? I would give this a recommend. Whoa. Yeah, um, I, I'm a little more lenient. I don't think I'd really recommend this one. I, I, 
I just don't think it's a fun enough ride. Not saying that it's bad. I just wouldn't be like, hey, make sure to check out Eat My Dust. But that's okay. You know, I mean, anybody that loves a good action or car movie, I, I mean, I, you're, I don't see anybody not liking if you love those types of movies. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. That that is um. Ooh, is this our first time? No, no. What am I saying? We did cop was we we were a little indifferent on cop as well. We we have a few that we've uh, been uh a little divided on on the record. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. There'll be some real juicy arguments oh, later yeah. in this podcast. I'm sure. Can't wait till we get to Terrence Malick. <laughs> Oh boy, that's going to be a real contentious one. But anyway, that was Eat My Dust. So Nathan, what are we going to be talking about next time? Oh, so next time, be a little scared because the chud is coming. Oh, love a good chud. Yeah, who doesn't love chud? I might not. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll talk but, about it. Yeah. Uh, if you have any recommendations like Chud 2, Bud the Chud, please send us an email at driveanddoublefeaturepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to get some emails from you guys. We'd love to hear from you. And, oh, where can we watch Chud? Let me throw that in. You can watch Chud over on Tubi. Love Tubi. Nothing, nothing gets past them. No, nothing. They they got everything. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it's been a great, a great time and we'll see you next time. See ya.